<laughs> this is episode 14 of, hey, did you see this one? Hey, did you see this? Oh, look, is my shit level? Oh, shit. It's pretty level. So, uh, you I, know what? I'm not wearing my baseball gear yet. I wasn't, I'm not, I'm not fully prepared. So, you, you, if you couldn't tell, we did The Sandlot, a movie about some children. It's not really a coming of age movie, it's more of a camaraderie, uh, bro down sort of a film. Um, you can see it here in Kaylin's screen. It's a good, it's a good flick. It's a good flick. I think it holds up for the most part. Um, this is, I'm excited as shit. So this is a movie that, like, this was my, this was my movie as a kid. I, so, I, well, and it's weird. So what was your, how did you first come across it? Like, me, personally, it was one of those movies that was, like, always on TV. Like, what's it called? Superstation or whatever it's called. And yeah. you catch bits and pieces of it here and there. And then as I, when I got older and then DVDs came around and shit, I got the DVD copy. I, I watched the whole thing in full. And that's another thing, too, with movies on TV is that sometimes they cut it down to, to like, fit, like, a time frame or whatever. I mean, this this movie is an hour and 40 minutes that they probably... Uh, they probably did have to cut ten minutes off, plus some time for commercials. I don't. What up, Omar? Like, so I saw this movie. We used to rent it all the time when I was a kid. I probably saw it in theaters and rented five. it all the time. Yes. So we had. I lived in uh, Shad Bay, Nova Scotia, outside of Halifax. We had one place to rent movies from. They had about a hundred movies. So on Friday. Yeah, so I'm, I didn't live there long enough for like DVDs to come out. I would end up moving to the city, but every Friday night we'd go, we'd get like a pizza, some pop, and then we'd go look at the wall of about a hundred movies. Now, the movies ranged from that top row of adult entertainment, right, <laughs> and then mostly horror. Which when this movie came out, it was 1993. I was like eight, so. Wasn't watching horror movies pretty regularly yet. Um, so our options were very limited. It was this. It was Home Alone. Uh, it was I think, Three Ninjas. Uh, the Giver. Uh, the, the Terminator 1. I watched, I watched Terminator out of sequence. I watched Terminator 2 first and then Terminator 1. I was like, whoa, whoa, whoa. I thought he was a good guy. I think most people saw didn't know that Terminator won. My age or whatever, right? The timing yeah. of it? Yeah. Yeah. Terminator 2 was also on TV a lot when we were younger, whereas the first one was not really on TV at all. No. Well, it's more of a like horror slasher, like, follow, like killer following them kind of a movie. Terminator and Terminator but 2 sex. were fucking great. Was amazing. Terminator Two is maybe one of the most perfect movies. It's it's very good. James Cameron uh, pretty much um, peaked with that movie. (laughs) Whoa, 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 whoa! How dare you discount all of his other works? Fuck Avatar. There, I said it. Are you joking me? No, I'm not. Like Avatar. I hate that movie. 
How? Well, okay, so wait. Okay, let me compose myself. I think I'm completely in Avatar. What That's is it fair. that you hate about <laughs> Avatar? I hate it that it's a ripoff of Fern Gully, and I hate it that it's a ripoff of Last of Mohican. I hate the blue cat people. The CGI wasn't that good for the time. It doesn't hold up. The main draw of the movie is that it was just like the first like real like real 3D. Like you feel like you're in a 3D world, but without 3D effect, it's just a stupid long movie about these blue cat people that is really uninspired. It's definitely not stupid. <laughs> Counterpoint: It's not stupid. <laughs> no, no, no. But really, though, it's 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 one. So it touches on uh fucking native it, like there's the the uh, you know what's it called subliminal uh native american aspect of it there's the whole corporate uh, like america aspect of it i like, don't think it's subliminal either well whatever however i don't fucking know words i'm not a fucking literature graduate neither, neither am i it's more like they're yelling <laughs> the story of pocahontas through a megaphone at you yeah yeah okay but okay look you can tell look okay Everyone can tell the same story, but in a different way, right? So, like, you, 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 you're right. It touches on similar themes, themes, touches on similar themes of those other movies that you talked about, but it executed it way better. Than Fern Gully? I don't know, man. Fern Gully is pretty well, okay, dope. It's been a minute since I've seen Fern Gully. I know I did watch it way back in the day. I remember a goofy bat. That's what I yeah. remember about Fern Gully. <laughs> that, like, and I'm Williams. not downplaying it. I'm not knocking it. It was probably good. I don't remember it. I haven't. We could add that to That's our true. list. But That's true. That's true. It was played by Robin Williams. I forgot about that. <laughs> but no. But like it's, 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 taking, it's taking a theme and it's executing it in a different way. In my opinion, a better way that, that uh, captures what's happening today do you know what I mean? sure sure okay but kaylin yes what, movie, what movie are we here to talk about i'll tell you <laughs> avatar 2 <laughs> two of a terror the two of a turning uh we said where we saw our we have steve on the show again as a special special guest uh, special guest who knows maybe he'll become uh a uh a uh what are we called co-host Maybe a he'll mainstay. Be a Maybe he'll be a host. Whoa. What? Uh, what's your What's your history with hey, this Steve, movie? Do you want to be on the top camera? <laughs> the top camera. Whoa. I don't know if I'm ready for such responsibility. Um, I have a very clear memory of when I was probably about five or six years old. Um, I would go to the mall every week with my mom, my sister, and my grandmother, and. Uh, because we would arrive more or less at the same time every week, um, the electronics store that had sort of like a bank of TVs was always playing a movie. And for like three months of my life, every Saturday we'd go in there and they were playing this movie, The Sandlot, but it was always at the same exact moment. And it was the moment where the kid with the glasses basically just like forces at himself the onto the white <laughs> The super, the super yeah. sexual harassment, That's sexual little, assault yeah, moment. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, that didn't hold up for me. And I remember being like, if you're gonna if you're gonna knock this, this movie, movie for anything, that's one thing you could try to knock points off of for. But at the same time, if we're being really realistic, maybe not exactly that motive. But did you guys ever 
have something kind of along those lines? No, I never forced myself sexually on a on a girl. No, no, at the, not, at not the pool. actually did it, but did you ever like fantasize about like yeah. something? I mean, when I went to day I went to day camp when the I was. The beauty of movies is it takes your fantasies and it paints it in a reality. It's not reality; it's a movie, but it it takes someone's fantasies or ideas or I wish I did this, I wish I did that. And and makes it as if it did happen. I went to day camp as a kid, and I remember like when I was probably around this time that this movie came out. I was probably eight or nine, and I remember this this girl who was like one of the counselors, and I remember having a massive crush on her. So, yeah, but I didn't. I don't know. I didn't try to pull anything. I did kiss her on the cheek one time, which is kind of pushing it. That's I guess that's, that's along the same vein. Y'all are a bunch of perverts. Yeah, you're a, a bunch big of perv, Jason. You're a big well, perv. I, I don't want to get canceled over lie. this, so. I'm, I am. I mean, I've never acted on it, but I'm already yeah, I thought about shit like that. I was oh, like, yeah, oh, think... man, I wish. Well, fun fact, I had a ball when I was a kid, a baseball that I wrote Babe Ruth on. <laughs> did you spell Ruth with did a you do e? it in cursive? Did you write it in cursive? <laughs> oh, man, I, I replicated it almost perfectly from the movie itself. That's awesome. Because Did you do it because of the movie? Yes, because of this movie. I did eventually see the whole movie, not just... How, okay, when did you... What's your What's your first introduction to the movie? Like, how? Like, did you watch it? For me, it was from... T. am pretty sure it was from TV, I think, was my first introduction to it because it was just always playing, I think. My, I mean, I do a lot of, I, I, I did a lot of drugs and fucking my memory is terrible now, but like, I'm pretty sure my first uh, introduction to the movie was through, through it playing on TV and then, uh, and then watching the actual, when I got the DVD, actually watched it in full. I, uh, I know that the first time I saw the movie in full was at my friend Matt's house when I was a kid. Uh, his, Did he his, own the DVD? No, his sister used to babysit us a lot, so we would rent stuff pretty much every week. And, was she hot? Um, I mean, like a sister to me, so no. <laughs> 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 um, good answer, good answer. And yeah, we would, you know, she would basically watch the movie that she wanted to watch, but every once in a while there'd be something in the mix that I'd be like, oh... You mean we're not watching Bewitched for the hundredth time or whatever that movie Someone was called? Someone needs to keep typing so Bat I can Midler. get these words out of our faces. So what I want to, what I do want to say about that is this movie was like, of course, when you watch it as a kid, you're a kid. It doesn't. It seems like a movie directed at you. Yeah. But when I, my memory of this movie doesn't pin it so hard as like a family kids comedy as when I watched it today <clears throat> and i'm going man the the precocious kids are annoying the fucking main actor whoa, kid is annoying whoa. the kid the redhead kid though is great uh Cam, he's fucking great who he goes on to be a professional wrestler which is fantastic when they're doing that montage at the end what they all ended the up montage being is hilarious bertram What's with the kid who's like he went off and he got lost in the sixties and we never heard from him again? We never saw him again. (laughs) That guy definitely uh, followed the Grateful Dead on tour forever. (laughs) Just still out there somewhere, following the Grateful Dead. 
Also, you say the main kid is annoying, but I wrote down, this kid is just me. Who? I, oh, no. I was, what? Oh, Who said the main kid? Are you talking about Smalls? Yeah. I was, I was Smalls. I, was I found his... Jason, I found his you thought he acting. was annoying? I found his acting to be a little... Like, he seemed like a classically trained theater actor, but he was only, like, 10 years old. So yeah. he was one of those overacting, like, theater sort of kids. I, I was just having a rough time with how precocious they all were. All of yeah, them. I mean, I, would I say see that what that, you're like, saying. Out of all of the kids, I think that the main kid, Smalls, and then the baseball kid are probably the two that... Benny the Jet? Benny the Jet. Those were the two that were the best in terms of their acting performances. I was like, okay, these kids seem at least <laughs> believable. Whoa, 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 whoa. They all, they, in my opinion, they all killed it. See, they all had, they all brought, okay, so you look at your group of friends, you have similarities, but you also have your different strengths, right, that you bring to the table. Right. Each fucking kid, well, actually, I will say this, as far as the whole group, there's some kids where I'm like, how the fuck, actually, you know what, you know what it might have been, there's... Probably a, a majority of them started out in the, like in primary or whatever together. And you know when when you're a kid, it's really easy to make friends because you're like, oh, you like Batman? I like you know I like Batman too. We're you're friends. kind of forced into it too because you're in a you're in a class with the same people for a whole year, so you ended up exactly you ended up making exactly. friends really easily. It's when you get to junior high when it starts to split into cliques, and then by high school you're fucking. Yeah. Then you're, you either you're, are you're part of a giant group. Person. Yeah, you're either a part of a giant group or you're like a loner or somewhere in between. Yeah. You know, when when I was when I was this age, I was more of a loner. I was like, you? I had a couple. Believe it or not, when I was I 10 it. years old, I had like one or two friends at a time. Um, I also made a major move from the like suburbia to the city, which is just far enough. It's, it was like a 25 minute drive. So it was like just far enough that I could only see my old friends on weekends, and I was fighting to like make. That's why I'm a fan of professional wrestling. It's because the only group of friends I could break into was this kid that liked fucking WWF, and he invited me over to watch pay per views. And I was like, I don't really like this. But then over time, I just slowly like, you just slowly. Yeah, it's kind of like Smalls with baseball. He didn't fucking have a clue. You're killing me, Smalls. You're killing me, Smalls. Um, he didn't have a clue. He didn't know who Babe Ruth was. Uh, and Baby Ruth. I have it written down here. Baby Ruth. <laughs> Baby? That. Baby. He calls, he calls him Baby Ruth at the beginning. He's like, I don't know, some lady's name. Baby Ruth. Some lady's name. <laughs> some lady, Baby Ruth. So, I, but love, what? I love that. I love the... Okay, so his, his character, uh, Smalls or whatever, being an outsider, trying to make friends, trying to... Oh, I'll go get the ball, right? Like, he's trying to win them over. Like, that was, that touched me. That, like, that was like, oh, fuck yeah. Like, that was definitely me as a kid, like, back in the day. Like, I, I, like, I moved around a little bit or whatever. And I was in a few different schools. So I was like a new person or whatever. And, like, it was just, like, you know what I mean? Like, you want to be friends. But at the same time, they already have their thing. And and then Years you have to like you, yeah. you kind of like yeah. have to pass a test. You have to you have to you have to overcome the challenge. Like, okay, what am I gonna do to win them over? 
Yeah, that's what I meant by this kid is me, because I, like the two of you, I also had a major move, like, in the fifth grade, from fourth to fifth, so it's like you have all these friends, and then all of a sudden, you move, like, to an entirely different city, and you have to start again, and they're all like, we've been friends since kindergarten, and who's this fucking new guy? So I ended up just befriending the other new people at first, Um, like, the other people who didn't have friends, so I'm like... It's especially... It's especially hard at that age too, right? Because because kids that really are so cruel and unfiltered and unfiltered. Look, yo, they're only cruel as a byproduct. Well, okay, some of them actually are cruel, but some of them are just following along as yeah. It's a defense mechanism. Yeah, yeah, yeah. That's true. Defense mechanism. Something I really enjoyed about this movie was the camaraderie of this group of friends. And there's yeah. that part. There's the part later in the movie where he like uh, he's like, "Man, it's so hot out here." And then they all, even though they're yelling at, I think they're yelling at Smalls, and they're like, even though they're yelling at him, they notice he's hot, and they go over and they all fan him. And there's a lot of moments like this where they just they team up and work together to do things. And I thought that was really kind of sweet. Yeah. And that that's the kind of group of friends I wish I had when I was a kid. Yeah. I always felt I, I was always kind of the weird kid, believe it or not. Who you? <laughs> Me. And I had a hard time breaking in until until late junior high, early high school, when I, I kind of figured out how to become friends with a own, group of people. Own your style. Own your style. E- exactly. And ironically, I still had to sort of be a bit of a poser and and, and pretend. You know, in in June in in elementary, late elementary is like pretending to like wrestling. Later is like pretending to be super into music. But like wrestling, I just became super into music through pretending to be into it. So yeah. really, I, I mean, I never really had to do that again in life. I sort of took the music thing and ran with it, and sort of just it sort of, you know, and wrestling came full circle, and I became an announcer, yada yada. So I imagine all of these kids. I know it's not a true story or whatever, but I imagine all these kids ended up holding the, this this past very fondly. You know, Smalls becomes a a baseball announcer and gets to yeah. call his best friend Rodriguez's games. Same you know, chance. the one the other kid, you know, he he's a little league coach and gets to you know train his kids in this. And all those other people seemed like they stayed. They all stayed in the town no, that the Sandlot they, takes yeah, place exactly. in, pretty much. They, were, they like they played ball, but Benny was the one that had the passion. Benny had the yeah. passion, and Smalls, he had a passion. You know what I mean? Like he, so he became an announcer or whatever, right? Like everyone, like other than I think, I think it was only what, like you said, one guy became a coach. But everyone else went on to other things that weren't baseball. Benny the Jet became an all-star. And then Smalls was an announcer. They were the two with the passion. Smalls had the passion to, he wanted to please almost, right? Yeah. Benny wanted to win. He just, and also there was a subplot that didn't really, they edited it out of the movie sort of. Um, with uh, uh, stealing uh, bases stole uh, during the year. I forget what year it was, maybe 80-something or whatever. Uh, I can't look it up. I'll, I'll look it up later. But, like, there was a guy, there was a major league baseball player at the time 
who who had who was about to break the record for uh, bases stolen, stolen, and then and then Benny the Jet. So remember how he was. Remember how he was stealing bases. Remember how they had cutscenes where he was stealing bases. That was supposed to be a, a, like a subplot. Like a bigger thing in the in the main yeah. movie because it it was kind of weird at the end how it just suddenly he's playing the big time and his, his big moment is stealing. I I I see what you mean. That's interesting. Yeah. yeah. And and then also with like with 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 uh with like the dog chasing him right and then going right. back and forth because they come back to uh uh, uh James Earl Jones backyard right. And, yeah. and Buddy's like, well, why did you just come knock on my door? <laughs> I know, oh, and I, awesome. I, I thought that was really funny. I uh, I looked up James Earl Jones after it because I was like, I know he's still alive, but he looks like he was 50 in this movie. Yeah. The guy was just in 40. Coming I to America 40. too. He's 90 years old in the year of our Lord 2021. Uh, 90. Yeah, I couldn't 90? remember. I remember there was an old man at the end, and I couldn't remember who it was. So when he showed up, I was like, "Oh, Darth Vader!" I also forgot. Yay. Yeah, <laughs> I also forgot that Dennis Leary. Uh, fucking Dennis Leary <laughs> was the stepdad. Like what a fucking off the cuff like role to have. I remember like, that Dennis perfect, Leary was. He played a perfect asshole stepdad. In the mid '90s, Dennis Leary was trying to break. That's when he started to try to break into acting, but he didn't yeah. do. He's not like other stand-up comedians where they try to do comedy roles. Yeah. Right from the get, he was trying to do serious stuff. He would end up uh, doing a long stint on that that movie where he's a fireman. I think that's a show. <laughs> yeah. Rescue me. Yeah, I, I tried yeah. to watch it. It was fine, but he was in. Uh, he was in a couple. A couple movies, isn't he? Was like he in uh, Small Soldiers, I think it was. Was he in Small Soldiers? Yes, I like th- the other toy designer guy. That shit okay. was hilarious. It's uh, what's his name? Uh, Bob Cross or? Oh 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 oh, Dave Cross. David Cross. Bob David Cross. Cross? You know, David Bob Cross is in. Cross between Bob <laughs> yeah 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 yeah. <laughs> uh, Small Soldiers is a dope movie. Fuck all you guys. I, I, like I didn't that. say it was bad. <laughs> all right, fine. Love all you guys. I do have to say this. I do have to say this. This is the, I think, the second movie. I can't remember which one was the first one, but this is the second movie with a movie title shout out. And, oh, yeah. And it's within, it's around five minutes, 26 seconds, five minutes, 27 seconds that they give a shout out. It's Smalls. Smalls is narrating, I went to the Sandlot or some shit like that. But that's the movie shout out. That's they also great. say the the Sandlot like twelve other times in the movie. No, I did. First shout out though. The first shout out. <laughs> yeah, yeah. So let's talk about the uh, the Home Alone factor, as I call it. For me, this one actually has instant. a couple. Yeah, it's instant, and it's also it's the just them going on misadventures for two hours. But then when they're trying to get the ball back, that is sort of the the main sequence of it, but the yeah. main, the sequence that sticks in my head the most is when the glasses kid, uh, sexually assaults yes. that girl. Yeah. 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 I, uh, well, oh, I oh, 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 I gotta say this. I gotta say this. I think I might be the reason. Okay. Do you guys listen to Eminem at all? I mean, yeah. Okay. So Eminem and logic have a, have a song together called, uh, uh, fuck! What? Oh, shit! I'm an asshole. Fuck! Uh, 
fuck, what's it called? Homicide. I think it's called Homicide. And in the music video, they have the guy who played Wince playing Logic. And prior to the music video. Um, yeah, I, I know. I know about that. Did you, did you see? remember the tweet? No, I, I didn't see the tweet. I was like, yo, was Logic in uh, uh, the Sandlot, right? Doing like a little screen capture of both of them. And then the music video got made like a, like a few months afterwards. I don't want to take credit. Maybe it wasn't me. But I kind of want to feel like part of me had a part to play in that. That's incredible. If it's true, that's funny. That, that would be fucking awesome. What were you going to say, Steve? Um, oh, <laughs> I was just talking about the pool scene. And I was watching it. And I, I was a summer camp counselor for a long time, and I know how shitty and cold pools are, especially public pools like that. And yeah. all of these children are shivering like crazy. You like, could see it. And Once like, again. It's probably fall, and it's probably so cold, and they're all in yeah. the pool, and they're just like. You <laughs> can see them shivering. Yeah. Once again, like Jaws, we talked about this on Friday when we, when we were talking about Jaws. The kids are clearly freezing to death. Right, yeah. And once so again, this is, the, this is the second movie where we've had children. Which is funny because the whole the financial gain of Hollywood. Shoot, yeah, the temperatures were like fucking whatever they are Fahrenheit. I don't, I don't know. Like hot, they were hot. But on the one day they choose to shoot the pool scene, the temperatures were low. Other than that, shit was hot as fuck. Fucking what's this kid? Smalls or whatever? He passed out. Oh really? Yeah, yeah. They Did you? Do you have the commentary on that DVD? Uh, I do have the DVD. It does not have commentary, but there's a bit of background. They do um, a featurette. They do a featurette. They like talk about behind the scenes stuff. That's fucking awesome. The the, uh, the the part where they're fucking when the the rival gang, the rival gang baseball team, like you know, shows up and like challenges them to a game. And they have a little like back and forth, like, oh, you, you, you sniff smarts. Oh, you fucking this and that. I have, I have oh, you, I have the you best play minutes. baseball like a girl. I have the best. So that now. shit is misogynistic as fuck, but it's also, I can't lie, it's also funny for the time that it is. What was the best one? The best diss out of all the disses between the back and forth is. You bob for toilet for apples in the toilet, and you like and it. And you like it. <laughs> and you like it. <laughs> yeah, that one. I love that. It was because of the delivery. The delivery. And you like it. <laughs> yeah. Well, that's because uh, that kid that plays uh, Ham, uh, Patrick uh, Renner. Patrick he's Renna. hilarious. He and he's hilarious. He kills it. They, he's I, on. I think uh, he was the last person they 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 got. He was one of the last people they they casted. He's on. Um, he's on TikTok now as an adult, and he looks the same, but he has Still kids. Same. Little bit older. A little bit older. Uh, he has kids, and he makes he makes you know TikToks with them. You might remember him from the movie The Big Green. The Big Green. Uh, and. That he was in a bunch of stuff in in the nineties too. He was on an episode of X Files. He was on Home Improvement. What? Um, he was on an episode of Home Improvement. He was in the movie Son in Law, which IMDb is telling me this. Uh, he was on an episode of Boy Meets World. 
Um, yeah, he. I thought he was in. Uh, I thought he was in that movie, uh, Heavyweights, but I guess not. I actually watched Heavyweights right after Sandlot. <laughs> really? Oh, cause it came up for me too, and I was I like, "Oh man!" It. it actually just came up automatically on Disney, and I was like, uh, "Apparently, a lot of the cast, yeah, either is in jail or went to jail for something or another. A lot of Good. them, not all of them, but a lot of them. Who? You guys talk about yourselves. I'll look it up." No, who went? But who went? Who went to jail? Like, what? What, what are you talking about? Here, let me. Well, I'll find the details. One the second. entire cast of heavyweights. Maybe because they were in a movie when they were children that detrimented them for their weight. Yeah, and they all get addicted to meth because they were in a movie about making fun of their weight by also, uh, a character called Ham. Though his name is a direct reference to his weight. No, I don't. I don't think. I don't think didn't make a lot of fat jokes at his expense throughout that movie. The same. No, the only one that I can really think of is when he like turned back around and when the cake went flying and he turned back right before the cake went flying, he turned yeah. back around and got some icing. Yeah. That scene yeah. is was one of my favorite. Though, like, Just wait, one I, second, Kalen. Kalen. To get decent money from a movie, I right. can imagine them not fucking. You know what I mean? Not having any kind of control or whatever, right? And just fucking going ham or whatever, for lack of a, you know, no pun intended. Um, you know what I mean? Like, fucking, you know, I remember me as a kid, I was a fucking idiot, and I didn't have any money. If I had money and I was an idiot, oh, God, look out. Yeah. Yeah. I mean, if I had money now, I'd probably act like an idiot, so... <laughs> I mean, I have money, and I have to save it, or else I'll act like an idiot with it. I'll blow it hand over fist, I'll do drugs, and I'll party. So I have to keep it in a bank account where it's nice and safe, that I have no access to. Um, I just wanted to go back to that scene, the chase scene between uh, Rodriguez and the dog. So they go through the sequence of trying to get the... So first of all, trying to get the ball back, I thought was ridiculous. No, um, no! Ridiculous, awesome, or ridiculous, shitty. In their head, is this all? Does all do all these setups happen in their head before they finally actually go over the fence and just get the ball? Because well, the dog is a regular sized dog, uh, as it turns out, he's a big boy. But like they're seeing, like we talked about this off camera, but they they're, they're clearly seeing this dog as like this monster. He's not actually a monster, but they the dog exactly. manages to bite through a metal pole, bend a, a bunch of metal poles together into a pretzel. Uh, they build a robot out of uh, an erector set, and he flings the the robot out of like it's like a, a Mars rover style all robot or whatever. So yeah, the way all... that I interpret interpret all of that is that it is the childlike exaggeration of a story movie magic told. child imagination. Yeah, it's basically the the unreliable narrator telling the yeah. story of when they're kids, and he's over exaggerating everything. So yeah, as it's happening, it's being narrated to us by this guy who's a baseball announcer. And even yeah. in his announcing at the end, he's, like, over-exaggerating everything that's happening, right? He's very, like, uh, boisterous and, like, bombastic in the way he presents, uh, presents everything. So I would say that it's just, like, him telling the story and just over-exaggerating everything. It's a kid's that's point why. of okay. view. Okay, yeah, that's a good point. Yeah. So, that, that, so... That's the, the, like, that's the literal way to take it, is that it's a kid's point of view being exaggerated. So he he puts on uh, he puts on super shoes and jumps the fence and just Billy Flyers sees, P P F Flyers sees that it's a regular dog but he's still freaked out because it's a big dog and he starts to run and the dog runs gets off his chain jumps the fence behind him and so starts the 
one of the weirdest, best chase scenes in a movie ever. Uh, he runs through an alleyway where the dog shows the dog's point of view. This dog's yeah. supposed to be like Cujo, basically, just a demon dog. What, and he's bashing. What, what, what kind of dog is it? A fucking I, I'm, not, I'm not sure what kind of dog that is. Was it not um, a St. Bernard? It's a St. Bernard, yeah. It's, it's yeah, uh, yeah. that. What's that movie with Charles Grodin? Beethoven. Uh, Beethoven. Beethoven. I think he's a Beethoven dog. So, or similar. Uh, so they go down this alleyway. He's bashing through trash theater? cans into a movie theater. The dog jumps through the screen of the movie the theater. Glass? Well, through yeah, he jumps through like, the glass in the window. He's like a serial killer. It's crazy. Oh, yeah, yeah, that part, I was like, uh... So then, so then they go through this picnic, and this excellently composed scene that that used to be a staple in a lot of movies, where there's two chefs trying to bring a cake over to a table, <laughs> and they keep the the dog goes over the cake, the kid goes under the cake, or vice versa, and then all the kids come through, and then the cake, up. and then the cake ends up getting flung right onto the right onto the chefs. Yeah, Something yeah. hits the table. It fl it flings the cake. Did you notice that when the the cake goes up, it's like in a full cake, and then when it comes down, it's just like Little a regular sized cake that it's hit just them. An ooze cake yeah. at that point. It was yeah. There could have been better continuity. It's true, um, but then they chase. He gets chased uh, right back to the park where they started, and then he goes over the fence. The dog goes through the fence. Fence falls on the dog. Uh, Credits. The dog's dead. No. Uh, so <laughs> then they shoot the dog. No, the dog's fine. They get the. They all come together once again to get the thing off the dog, the fence off the dog, and that's when they learn the dog is just a regular ass dog. And then the dog shows them the um, the ball collection, so they never have to buy yeah, ninety cent balls again. Balls, yeah. Ninety six. Ninety. Yeah. Do you have ninety six cents? No. <laughs> I, it hey, blows it my mind. That's true. Cents was a lot back then. That was like ten dollars. Hey, I'm not. I'm not. I'm not. I'm not saying otherwise. Fuck yeah, yo, fucking ninety six cents is still a lot today. You can't oh, even well, buy anything from a dollar store for that. You can't buy anything for ninety six cents. <laughs> I don't think they don't even sell penny candies anymore. Actually, before COVID, you, you go to the bulk barn, you could probably buy like three five cent candy. You could probably buy maybe twenty five cent candy. Person, hey, well, this is the bulk barn. You're supposed to buy in bulk. Maybe, maybe you're on a diet. You're buying four to five in bulk. Anybody ever said that to me at the bulk barn? I would say you bought for apples in the toilet and like it. <laughs> and you like it yo the the fucking insults though i i really enjoyed it like it is it is it is um uh like time capsuled or whatever like but i really enjoyed the back and forth of trying to insult each other and again Yo, any guy can do what a girl can do. A girl can do what a guy can do. Like, fuck all the gender shit or whatever. But it's still funny <laughs> when the guy, when fucking hands like, you play baseball like a girl. And fucking Buddy from the rival team gets so upset. He gets he so no pissed. Rebuttal. He gets shook. He gets shook to his core. 
Yeah. And then they end up trouncing. They end up trouncing the and kids that have full jerseys and shit. Ass, because the Sandlot is way better than yo. Maybe they got money for fucking jerseys and fucking stadium lights and whatever. That doesn't mean you can fucking play ball. That's true. They're from the streets, and when you're from the streets, you can play ball. Exactly. That's what I. That was my <laughs> lesson takeaway from that scene. This uh, this movie falls in line with a lot of movies that came out around that time. Angels in the Outfield comes to mind. There were nowhere. Baseball movies. I, I wrote down here, baseball sucks, and I hate baseball. Whoa, 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 whoa. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Rewind, rewind. Steve, you don't like baseball? No, I was kind of, like, forced to play it when I was a kid, and I really didn't like it. So I kind of left, like, a bad taste in my mouth forever. Fair enough. Okay. okay. Kelly, are you going to tell me right now that, that you're... That. What, what's your... What's your... what's what What tickles your fancy? Video games. <laughs> okay, that's cool. Man, they got leagues for that shit now. And I, I fucking hate... It, you know, and props to it. I fucking hate how anyone who says shit about anyone else for, oh, fuck this and that. Yo, I was talking to someone earlier. Was like, we were talking about the word nerd. Like, like it's supposed to be a negative thing. Yo, a nerd, again, like, I, I, I hate the negative connotation that comes with it. But, like, a nerd is just someone that knows a lot about something. So you can That's be true. a computer nerd. You can be a book nerd. You can be, be a, a hockey nerd. nerd. You can be I, a my dad. Nerd. My dad is a hockey nerd. nerd. You can be a movie nerd like us or whatever. Like, yeah, well, and I think to be fair, um, the stigmatization around the word nerd has been kind of eliminated at this point in our reality. I hope so. I, I hope so. I don't know for a fact. I, I feel like kids in school these days, just based off social media, are more accepting of each other. Maybe I'm being lied to by social media. You are. Well, <laughs> it's, it I think it's. Like, I think it's the same like as it always are... has been. I, I think it's just now you get bullied for different stuff. You get bullied no, no, no. for the best. Do you remember uh, Twenty One Jump Street? The best was in Twenty One Jump Street when they fucking pumped them out for not being like upholding people. That shit was fucking awesome to me. It's like, oh, you don't fucking stand up for people's rights? Yeah. Fuck you. <laughs> like, that, like, being a bully for the good reason, that shit was awesome. Yeah, you see, in a lot of, like, shows nowadays, you see that the reversal of it, where the nerds or the band kids run the school, you know, and the, the jocks are the nerds. Yeah. That trope sort of exists now. But I think it's more. I think it's more like you're just going to have people who are insecure, and they're going to bully the the person that they regard as b below them. It's just that television and media and movies don't really have the like Revenge of the Nerds, stereotypical nerd. He's a nerd because he likes to, you know, do calculus. Like that doesn't really exist anymore. So all of these kids. Be, all of these the kids are to the gap. Let's all, fucking. How can we unite these people? Like yo. You have this strength. You have this strength. There's no reason to be fucking, you know, any... Look, I'll talk about myself. Uh, for, you know, calling someone up for something, I only did it because I was scared of being called out by someone else or whatever, right? I didn't actually give a fuck about, oh, you like that shit? I actually like that shit too. But I'm fucking scared to say that I do because I'm, I'm worried that someone else is going to get at me. So instead of all of that, why don't we actually work together? You're good at this. 
you're good at this. Yo, can you help me with this? Can you fucking show me how to do this? Can you, you know what I mean? Like, remember that fucking, uh, what's that movie? Uh, what's that movie where they make the girl, the nerdy girl, the hot girl? Uh, uh, fuck, what's it called? Oh, uh, girl. She's all that. Yeah, she's never been that. kissed. She's all that. I think it's she's all that. Carrie. So like, <laughs> you can like as 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 a as a like just as a group of people, you can make shit happen just because you say it's cool. Do you know what I mean? Like it's fucking stupid that we're letting ourselves be, you know, fucking controlled by this weird ass abstract thing that isn't even fucking real all these old people controlling the world right now they're gonna die we are the new future we can work together Slowly we can fucking have each other's backs and fucking still have a good fucking time that's true i mean i uh, props to that uh, you know th- this group of kids they're social outcasts. They manage to find each other. You know, they're they're all pretty nerdy, a little dorks. Whoa, whoa, whoa. Kind of all There's pro- only like two nerdy ones. Or no, they're all pretty nerdy. They're, they're all, all pretty nerdy. nerdy. The all kid, the nerdy. kid, Rodriguez is the is the cool alpha kid Rodriguez that they're all looking up the to, and they they're he sort like they're his his posse. But of, he's the cool alpha. He's the guy. He doesn't talk down to people. No, he, he does. He's cool as shit. That's true. He doesn't discriminate, but he does use these kids to become an expert at at yeah, playing baseball. a really good boy or a super manipulative monster, <laughs> or a monster, or like manipulated these kids. All these other kids to make him better at baseball. Yeah, all I mean, probably not. Play baseball, and as long as they're willing to come along. Like, if they put in the oomph, then they could be up there, too, or whatever, right? Like, is, uh, you know what? You got, you know what? It's right. Now that I'm thinking about it, because there could have been, he, he could have sided with, like, that gang, right? That fucking, the, the jockey, preppy. They would have accepted him. They probably wanted him on their team, in fact. That there's probably a bit that they cut in a script that's like, hey, you should come play play with us. These kids are a bunch of whatever. You know what I mean? Nerds. Yeah. What are you doing summoning it with those nerds, Rodriguez? <laughs> well, because, because of that attitude. That's exactly what it is. I don't want to fucking play with someone who doesn't fucking appreciate other... Like, who was it? I think, I think Muhammad Ali said something about, you know... If someone treats a waiter like shit, they would treat me the same way if I was in that position, and I don't want to deal with that person. It's a very like, you can tell a lot about a person about the way they treat wait staff. Uh, yeah, you, you really can. There's a you know when you if you go on a first date with somebody and they're rude to the waiter, the red flag, just immediate yeah. red flag, because they're going to end up being a terrible person either to you or to someone you care about. And it's a really good litmus test for learning about somebody. People that are like, I don't tip. Like, come on. You in North America, you got to tip. I'm sorry. That's just stay home and make your own shit. Otherwise, yeah. fuck off. No offense. Exactly. I do. I will. Like, I, I get that. There is something to be said about when you go into a restaurant and pick up your food there's a conversation to be had about tipping in those circumstances. I personally would, I still tip, 
But that's the only time that I even open up lines of communication about tipping. Okay. If you get okay. a delivery, delivery, always tip your delivery driver. Uh, restaurants, always tip. If, if you, if, there's something to be said about if you go to a, a restaurant and the person has to go to the back and get your food and bring it to you at the front. You know what I mean? Like tip yeah. that person. It's when you get to the counter and they already have your food there. That's when I'm like, you know what? I'll, I'll have a discourse with you about that. I'll personally still tip, but I will have a conversation about it. I think so that my point on that is you did not do itself. anything other than go there. You guys are talking at the same of... time there. Sorry. Go ahead, Steve. Uh, I was going to say it all depends on the internal mechanics of the restaurant that you're going to because if you don't tip somebody who is cashing you out, if they're a server and they're not like a bartender or like the manager or whatever, then that tip is going to be take out, taken out of their tip later in the evening, which means they've lost money just for allowing you to purchase the food. So some places will have a completely different till set up in order to do takeout deliveries, but others right. don't. So I always tip because I don't want to sit there and be like, so excuse me, how does this work here? Are you going to lose money if I don't tip you? So I just always tip anyway. So, okay. On that point, usually, I mean, for the little bit of, uh, you know, restaurant experience that I've had, it's a communal thing. Everyone kind of does something and kind of contributes one way or another. And as far as just a consumer going to uh, any establishment that provides you a service, if you're getting something where you didn't have to do anything, you should be tipping. Yeah. In my, yeah, in my opinion. Still, like, if, day, if not, go buy the fucking ingredients. Go fucking stay home, spend however fucking long it takes to make it. Like, is And then ask whatever. Yourself, like, do you hey, deserve a tip for that? And if the answer is yes, then you should always be tipping. Yeah, <laughs> that's what I'm saying. You you did, other than going there, you didn't have to do anything. Like, and, you know, I'm not trying to start a fight with any of our viewers out there. Like, you guys do your thing. But it's, to be realistic, if you're going to go get something that you didn't do for yourself it makes sense <laughs> someone in the chat is going bananas being like why don't we tip all professions like, because most professions are paid a livable wage had a and people up. who i would throw my yeah in that i'd have no problem with that for sure anyway let's get off let's get off that we have about we have about 10 minutes left i don't want to turn this into a political we barely started we we've been going at her pretty hard. Uh, it's already five to the hour, and uh, I got I get we started at about eight minutes after, so we have about just a little over ten minutes left here. Um, I did want to also touch on the uh, the thing that I always think of besides glasses, kid sexually assaulting that woman. I'm not going to back down about that happening. Um, the other scene that I love is the flashback to the story of how the dog came to be the beast. Forever. So basically, if you don't know, this the, the kids have this legend about this dog being a junkyard dog that the the owner fed full size full sides of beef to, like full cow parts to this dog, and the dog ended up becoming a super dog and became. Uh, it kind of outgrew the junkyard, and they were like, "Well, this dog, this dog's uh, job is done." Uh, but he's a freak monster, 
uh, we have to put him somewhere where he can't harm anybody. So they put him under this guy's house. And under this house, this dog lives. Darth Vader, obviously. Yeah, he, terror, he terrorizes the neighborhood and mostly just this group of plucky, uh, 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 pre- precocious baseball-playing kids. And basically is there just to be the antagonist for the first 75% of the story. There's no other true antagonist in this movie. None of the kids are antagonistic to each other. I guess the, the other, the rival team. No, the but they're not, no, no, it's the dog. It's the dog. The dog is the bad guy of this movie until, you know, well, it's revealed that he's just a sweet, sweet old pupper. Yeah. He's just a pooch who likes Who doesn't like dogs? I mean, I would have made friends with that dog. I, me too. I, I couldn't stop thinking about like even the practical effects they used for the the giant version of the dog. I was like, yeah. that dog looked dope as hell. I wish there was like not a Clifford sized dog because that's too much, but like I'm in between, like a middle morph, you know, of a of a small dog turning into a large dog, like the in between. Yeah, I had a great Dan as a kid. You know, I like I like great Dan's. Ta- did it tower over you as a kid? So it was very very little. Uh, when we got it, and I was probably like three or four, and oh, then what, it was because it was a puppy. Yep, and then a year or two later, it did tower over me. It, I look, I had to like look up to no, look at his face. Their, what's up with their legs? What makes them sprout so fast? I don't know. They're made of uh, steroids and bees. Maybe what? some episodes of The Simpsons. What? It wasn't fucking Santa's little helper a Green Dane? No, uh, no, he was a he was a, he was a greyhound who was going to be put bad, to death. My bad, my bad, my bad. And Homer signed him on Christmas, and it was uh, the best episode that season. They were going to kill him. It was like, oh god, I'll take him. Yeah, that's that episode is uh, ahead above all the other episodes in the first season. The first season of The Simpsons is. Okay, can I hit you with some facts? Can I hit you yeah, with let's facts? get before we get to our final impressions, Kalen. Why don't you hit us with some facts? Indiana Jones hit you guys with some facts. That's true. I did. I did know that. What? Uh, you know? Whatever her name is, uh, Marion Ravenheart or whatever her name is. What's her Indiana face Jones? from fucking Karen Indiana Allen. Jones? Yeah, she's she's for, she's from Indy. Yeah, yeah, I just wrote Indiana Jones is Small's mom. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I I like the trifecta. I like how I like how it keeps. Keeps keeps conversation moving, and uh, you know what? For all you viewers out there, all three got you. <laughs> but hit you with some facts. Uh, what what are some facts? Okay, one one thing that made me laugh was okay. So Squints, the guy with the glasses that uh, steals the kiss from the lifeguard, right? On on the day of that shoot, that scene, the director's like, "Keep your mouth in your tongue." <laughs> Keep your mouth that, in your tongue. That made me laugh. That they had to tell him to fucking behave himself. Keep I your mouth in your tongue. I wouldn't even know about using tongue at that age. I wrote down: Is Squints played by Steve-O? No, Squints <laughs> is played by fucking Logic. He's played by Logic. I see. Uh, yo, go check out, yo, go check out the homicide video, Logic and Eminem. You'll know what I'm talking about. Uh, no, I do. I see it. Squints is played by a, an actor named Chauncey Leopardi. Yeah. Or Le- Le- Leopardi. Um, oh, he was no, in. 
He was in Casper. He was in Father of the Bride. Uh, he was in Casper? He was in all the Jackass movies. <laughs> <laughs> oh, he was on Freaks and Geeks. Uh, Freaks and he's Geeks in... is a dope fucking show. It's true. We mentioned it. He was on an episode of Boy Meets World, as most of the people in these lists are. Um, I do a successful podcast about the television program Blossom and uh, the crossover on those uh, those actors is uh, pretty vast. It's it's crazy <laughs> to see how many people have worked together in Hollywood. It's uh, it, Hollywood is very incestuous. Incestuous, uh, yes. <laughs> um, okay, one thing though that is kind of cool, and I don't know exactly how this works with like back lots or screenings or whatever but the 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 kids they they got in some mischief they snuck in they somehow snuck into a screening of basic instinct which oh is like my god rated movie but like, that is definitely something me and my friends would have done if the opportunity presented itself also i want that fucking fishing hat that smalls had <laughs> <laughs> the one with the big bill yeah yeah the uh, fucking huge ass yeah I wrote that this movie feels like it could take place in the Stephen King cinematic universe <laughs> yeah. yo Stephen King's best movies are the non-horror movies fucking Stand By Me fucking well, Green Mile fucking I what's mean, that other one um, Shawshank Redemption Shawshank Shawshank all of those uh, movies have magic involved though Dark Tower wasn't really a horror movie. Is Dark kind of Tower a... Stephen King? Yeah. yeah, the whole all of the movies take place as offshoots of the Dark Tower, From, as I understand it. That one's on Netflix, right? I don't know. I watched it a few years ago when it first came out. It's got Idris Elba. Idris, yeah, Idris, yeah, yeah, yeah. Um. Okay, Chase Man. Man, how do you feel about this movie? Where do you stand? I stand by you, Kalen. Oh uh, no! What's that called? Foreshadowing. It's a little bit of a, a little bit of a hint about two weeks from today, uh, the next movie we'll be doing. But right now we're talking about the Sandlot, starring Dennis Leary and uh, whoa, Art Lafleur. Whoa, whoa! This is and not starring Dennis Leary. Get the fuck out of here, but, dude. The top, the top build cast is the guy Art Lafleur who played the ba the babe or Babe Ruth in that That's flashback dream. That's only because of their name at the time. That's not fair. I know it's a joke. It's a joke for comedy. Uh, oh, I feel like this movie. Uh, I'm okay. So unfortunately, if I was still ten years old, I probably would have given this a four point five. Unfortunately, I didn't have a great time with it. Besides the scenes that I remembered very vividly, I'm going to give it a, a three, a high praise three, more like a two point eight. But I'm going to give it a three. I'm going to say. I didn't remember the uh, the robot bit. I forgot about that completely. Really enjoyed that. Overall, the movie hit me right in the feels. It's very nostalgic to watch. The puking scene didn't hit me the way it did as a kid. The puking two, scene always the two. It always fucked with me when I was a kid, man. I uh, I couldn't handle puking in movies. Uh, Problem Child Two is another one that I actually downloaded while I was. Oh, I remember that one with the little girl. Well, yeah, and he, he turns up the speed on the uh, a similar uh, scene to this one where they're on, like, a ride at, at a carnival. 
And he yeah. turns it up, and they're going super fast. And, and she, the fakes, like, she fakes her height. She's wearing platforms or something. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so, it was called the nasty '90s for a reason. There was so much puke in all of those movies. So much puke in every like kids movie, every yeah. teen movie. Uh, but yeah, I'm gonna give it a three. I uh, had a really good time watching it, but not as good as I not as good a time as I thought I was going to. It didn't really it didn't really resonate with me as a 36 year old man. <laughs> Steve, how do you feel about this movie? Um, so again, I I only saw this movie um, once when I was, or once or twice when I was a kid in full, and the other time was just me watching the making out scene over and over again in the mall. Uh, <laughs> not by choice, just by happenstance. Um, so it doesn't really resonate with me in terms of getting me riled up with nostalgia. Um, I think that it holds up as a movie, like you don't have to be a child to enjoy it. I think that, um, you know, everything in terms of cinematography, direction, music, um, the acting is fine. I think, again, anytime you're working with that many kids, you're going to have a couple of stinkers in there when it's in terms of delivery. So it wasn't. Who? Yeah. Who? Who didn't you like? Tell I me think, right now. I'm not, Who didn't I didn't like, I'm not saying I didn't like any of them. What I'm saying is that there was at least one or two moments for each of them that just didn't really. I'm like, this feels like they could have got a better take out of this kid. Okay. But okay. I will give it three and a half buckets of barf out of five buckets of barf. <laughs> Because there was so much barf. So much there barf. That kid puked. Scene of barf. The okay. kid goes, eh. but no, the amount of puke that came out of one kid. It like covers the it covers the there whole sidewalk. And then when they're leaving, they're all covered head to toe in puke. It's oh, like what? It was the a fuck, continuity dude? error. It was definitely <laughs> a continuity error. Alright, fine. I'll give it three and a half uh busted baseball guts out of five. <laughs> <laughs> No, I've never seen that was dope too. Guts out of a baseball no, I've never that seen it either. Dope too. Who else can say they busted the guts out of a baseball? Well, okay. probably literally nobody, but. Okay, shit. I'm rating this shit high, and I, this is a movie that I've known from my childhood, and I just get, I get the feels. Like, I just, I get all, ooh. Like, I just, it's, it's fucking it, it hits so many points for me. There's a fucking kid trying to make friends. He's new or whatever. He's trying to figure out how to be cool with them and shit like that. Like, it's it's got fucking jokes. It's a little bit dated, but at the same time, you could watch it now, and as a as an adult, you can think back to your kid, to your to your childhood, and still... You know what I mean? Like, still feel, still have that same feel. I, I, I okay. So if if the whole, if the rankings are out of five, if one is fucking terrible and five is fucking amazing, I gotta give this. I think this is the highest one I've ever I've ever rated. I gotta give this at least a four. I fucking love it. I I like. I just it takes me back. It's enjoyable. There's not real. There's hardly anything I. I can personally complain about there's jokes there's it's just a fun journey along the way it's it reminds me of my childhood a little bit it's 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 just it's personally I find it as a fun ride I got to give it a four excellent well the uh I will say what my my personal scale starts from zero so a movie could get like a point two so okay. Okay. point okay. point like a point one would be zero would be like as like the worst. So your four 
if yours starts at one, your four is is like similar to my three, I would say. Uh, but anyway, this okay. has been. Okay. <laughs> okay, off camera, not right now, not for you viewers, not for you viewer. But, yo, Jace man, maybe we'll talk about shit after. Cool. Um, so, uh, like we alluded to earlier, two weeks from today, uh, we're going to, I think the 29th is Don't the... Don't tell him. No, give him know? a hint. Don't tell him. Just give him a hint. Uh, it's you want to see a dead body? You want to see a dead body? <laughs> yeah, that's... that's. This has been our fifth movie, the fourth movie in the Summer of Summer Movie summer Series. Summer Movie of Summer Movie Series. I also wanted to point out that uh, we did our 13th episode on Friday the 13th. We should have done Friday the 13th, but who knows? No. In October, in October, we're going to talk horror, but right now we're going to talk summer. So those are your hints for next week or two weeks from now. Um, Steve, thank you Steve. as always for coming on. Uh, we'll, we'll, we'll have you on as much as you would like. Uh, I think this trio is a good trio of like-minded individuals conspiring to talk about film um this has been another time though so i didn't get as funky as last week no i i have had this is like a 4.2 i could tell you love jaws you were you were a cornucopia of information and joy like i could feel i like i just the the way you talked about it i could tell you loved it i I think that as you said uh, about terminator 2 that jaws is quite possibly one of the few perfect movies that exists yeah uh, in all history of cinema <laughs> all this and more next time uh this has been hey did you see this one i did sweet what that's my new catchphrase <laughs> i did <laughs> wait, wait 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 where where are we starting hey did you see this one Hey, did you see this one? <laughs> Am I supposed to do this as well? If you want to. Hey, did you see this one? <laughs> for Steve, hey, did you see this one? For Hey, did you see this one? For Steve and for Kaylin, I'm Jason. And for Jace Man and Steve Man, I'm Kellen. And for these guys, I'm Steve. Thanks for watching, everybody. We'll see you in hell from heaven. Bye.